0: hey there it's peter here so before we get started on your video um i just wanted to remind you guys to please hit the subscribe button below or if you have any questions at all at the end of the video please feel free to leave your questions in the comments below because i'm going to answer every single one of them also, if you want more information on what it is that I do, any of my training courses, or you just wanna like follow me on social media, go ahead and click on the links in the description below. I'm gonna leave all my links in the description. If you're listening in on podcasts or you're listening in on IGTV and there's no link in the description, then go to this website, wwwpeterchanjuniorcom forward slash learn more. Again, that's peterchanjuniorcom forward slash learn more and all my information's on that site. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Thanks hey what's up everybody how's everyone doing today um we have actually we actually have a very special episode today um we have a very special guest carolina mian Um, She's actually a two comma club winner, um, probably the first female Latin American um, two comma club winner. She's mentored and trained entrepreneurs all over the world, all over Latin America. Um, I actually met her, I want to say several years ago at an internet marketing conference, an event. Um, I was actually teaching their e-commerce back in the day um, at this particular event. And then she, we actually, I think we had lunch together or something. She was sitting on my table and we were kind of just hanging out. And then little did I know, like several years later, you know, she was a two comma club winner. She's out there doing big, big things. She has um tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, Carolina, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. How yeah, are you, so, Peter?
0: I'm good. I'm good actually. So yeah, tell um everyone kind of who you are, what you do, how you got started.
1: Yes, of course. So as you mentioned, I'm I'm from Latin America, specifically from and I've been working online, specifically helping entrepreneurs and coaches with their digital marketing strategies, how to generate more leads, how to create their online programs and courses, how to create content, brand themselves on social media. Those are most uh, the things that I'm most passionate about. Um, I've also been successful in affiliate marketing. And I love traveling. I'm not traveling right now, but uh, it's one of the things I love the most, going to events and conferences and really learning from as many people as I can to, to continue on with, with my mission. So um, that's what I do now. And uh, 10 years ago, that's when I started. I quit my job in 2010. What and were you doing? I was, I was working in human resources in a company here in Chile and I got to work for like two and a half years, and then, then I quit my job when I was finally able, able to replace my salary from my side hustle at the time. And yeah, that was a fun experience. I have no regrets really about that, going to university, getting a job. It was good for me to have that experience so that I could know that's not what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's a crazy story. So you mentioned affiliate marketing. Can you explain it on what affiliate marketing is and and what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So affiliate marketing is when you promote other people's products and services, could be software, could be uh, courses, info products, um, anything really. It, It can also be physical products, supplements and stuff like that. And you, what you do is you leverage other people's, not only other people's products, but also their entire platform, support, everything, the delivery, everything is done by somebody else. All you need to do is refer people, send traffic um, to the offers. And so that's something I do. I don't, I don't do it in the conventional way that affiliate marketers do, like the, like the really big names, who really mostly push traffic. Uh, in my case, I like only promoting offers that I believe in that I would use so that I can create content around them and not only do paid media yeah. to, to the offers. Yeah. So the, yeah.
0: Yeah. So pretty much what she's doing, guys, affiliate marketing really is one of the oldest forms of business. Okay. All you're really doing is you're going out there and you're referring people, to a particular product or service that someone else is offering. Okay. So I'll give you an example, right? If you go on to like bestbuy.com or costco.com or any of these big brand name companies, you stroll to the very, very bottom, you'll actually see a section that says like affiliate program or affiliate partner. Okay. Places like Amazon even have an affiliate um, program. Okay. Um, Ty Lopez is actually one of the leaders in Amazon affiliate marketing. Um, Cause he promotes all his books. There's a reason why he always does those book reviews or read a thousand books a day or, and things like that. It's because he wants you to go buy that book because he gets a commission for promoting that book to you. Right? So affiliate marketing is one of the old, old fashioned ways of of marketing. People have been doing it for probably thousands of years now. Um, and usually what they do is they would give you anywhere from 2% commissions up to even a hundred percent commissions, um, depending Mm -hmm. on the offer or who's hosting it. I myself, whenever I sell my products or services, I have affiliates too, that help me promote it to their audience or their list and, and, and so on and so forth.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's, it's really profitable to not, not just to be an affiliate, but also getting affiliates, which is something I'm, I haven't done that heavily yet, like getting affiliates to promote my stuff. Um, but that's one of my next steps.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, so how did you get into like affiliate marketing? Why is that like your main squeeze right now?
1: It's not my main thing right now. It used to be some time ago. Um, but I started, I started it back in 2012, 13. That's when I started getting success with it. Um, I joined a couple companies where I was promoting their information, uh, courses, seminars, coaching. Um, and again, I, I liked it because I could see the value that they were offering and at the same time I could see the leverage where I could promote it and not worry about the delivery necessarily. Yeah. Uh, as long as as long as you know that the company is doing their part, <laughs> that's why for me it's important to promote something that I know I can I can rely on. and that's not always the case, of course. Uh, I've had a few bad experiences there um, where you know, you promote something and then it turns out it wasn't as good as you thought or something happened and then the company didn't deliver and then if you attach your name to it like I do then of course people will come ask you what's going on so now I'm a lot more careful than a couple years ago with that but it's a it's a great income source as well for people who are just starting out when you don't know what you want to sell when you don't have a product or service um, instead of taking so much time creating something of your own, you can figure out if there's a company where you could, you know, be a part of their movement. And then that will get you the, the first results you need, generate some social proof, and it'll make you a lot more confident about creating your own stuff. At least that's how it worked for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, um, like basic internet marketing 101, right? A lot of times we learn traffic generation. We go out there, we learn, um, content creation. We learn all these different things, but what we struggle with is trying to find an offer, something to sell, you know? And that's where mm-hmm. like in e-commerce you would go out there and try to sell t-shirts or you go out, you would go on AliExpress and try to sell whatever gimmicky product you can find. Well, with affiliate marketing, it makes it a lot easier cause just find something that's already selling and just try to sell that, um, you know, to your audience, your peoples, right? So for example, let's say you're a video gamer. You play a lot of video games, you're on Twitch, you're one of those people that, you know, you post YouTube videos on, you know, five ways that you you do well in video games. Well, a really good way to actually leverage affiliate marketing is you can actually go and try to find affiliate links on Amazon or on GameStop or any of these video game websites and maybe Mm -hmm. promote controllers, you know, maybe promote the video games that you're playing and it'll give you like a small commission for it. It's something that I think, I believe influencers all over the world are actually doing this right now. Um, not just within the, the make money online niche or the entrepreneur niche, but it's something that, that happens all all the time. 24 seven basketball players are probably all doing it. You know, it's a simple way to sell something without having to create the thing that you're selling mm. and, and sell something that's already branded to to, that's a reliable brand that's already doing well and make a commission off it, off the referral. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, internet marketing one-on-one. So, I actually want to go back, like slow things down a little bit and go back to the very, very beginning. How did you make like your first $100 online? Because that's usually one of the biggest questions most beginners have. Like, how do I even make a penny online, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the first, the first commission I made um, was, well, it was as an affiliate, the first $100 I made online. Before that, I made money, but it was what I was doing at the very beginning when I first quit my job, I was working as a freelance social media consultant and manager. So I worked with local businesses here. And even though some of the local businesses that I worked with were not in the same place where I lived. So I I still got to work online with these businesses. uh, For me, it was not the kind of money online that I that I really wanted to make because I was looking for a little more leverage. That's when I started looking into affiliate marketing. At the beginning, there were a few things I tried that didn't work. I wasn't getting the right mentoring or the right guidance. Um, And then I remember setting up an ad on, well, I set up a few ads on Facebook, on Bing, for this particular company I was promoting at the time. And they had a series of marketing and finance courses. I set up a few ads. Then I remember very, very vividly, because I, I was at this concert uh, beginning of 2012, and I checked my phone while I was at the, it was like a festival here in my city. And I remember checking my phone and there it was, my first 100, 111 or 110. I don't remember the exact amount, but I was like, oh my God, this this is real. Uh, I'm here at this concert, and I just made $100 <laughs> from this Bing campaign. Um, it was really cool. And then, of course, I was super happy about that. I know a lot of people, they underappreciate the value of those first $100 because they're expecting to make 10,000 immediately and they don't celebrate those small wins. So for me, I, I celebrate a dollar, I'll celebrate a thousand, 10,000 because I believe you know, there's a person behind that money that believed in something you were selling doesn't matter the price point, somebody believed in it enough, they clicked, they saw the video, they saw whatever you have, and they bought. And so I was really happy. Now, the funny thing is, a couple of days later, I got more sales. And then the first person that bought the first time refunded. But I was like, <laughs> that's okay. It was still like my first result. And that brought confidence for me to continue to scale, keep doing it.
0: Yeah. That's pretty powerful actually. Yeah. The very first sale, I I feel like we don't ever really forget like the first time we got really happy that this weird internet thing, you know, that we're doing actually works. Cause sometimes like it sounds really unrealistic, you know, like people are actually making money at home, working online, not with the regular day job, not with the degree that they've earned, or maybe they didn't go to college at all, but they're actually at home working you know uh, whenever they want however much they want they're able to travel and work as well and actually make a full-time income that sounds really far-fetched sometimes so making that very first sale i can see why it's very powerful and, and a lot of you guys you know if you guys still haven't made like your very first sale yet in whatever venture you're, you're after just know that that first sale is actually harder than like your first like ten thousand dollars you know because then it, oh. it, yeah it's definitely a lot harder so when you first started making money online, you mentioned that you pretty much did social media, um, management, right. For different local businesses. How did you get started in that? Cause that sounds mm-hmm. like something that you, um, you kind of like hustled into and, and ran into just hustling, you know, and that mindset yeah. of being creative to go out there to find a way to generate wealth. To me, that's like the number one key factor of actually succeeding online or with any venture.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. For me, that was a, um that's, that kind of happened to me without me planning it in a way. I was, I got really heavily into social media in 2000, by the end of 2008, beginning of 2009. Like that's when I got started with Twitter. That's when I started using Facebook. And the reason I got into social media was because I had been pitched uh, a network marketing opportunity, like just a couple months before that. So that's, that was like the first attempt at doing business. So I got involved with network marketing. Um, and so I went on Google to do some research, you know, how, how does network marketing work? Because the person that recruited me had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> she was like all about the, the old fashioned hotel meetings, make a list of your friends and family, yeah. you know, crazy people still do that. And I was like, no, this this cannot be it. So I went on Google. How, do, how, do we, how does network marketing work? I don't remember what I searched. But then a few experts starting started popping in. Uh, people like Mike Dillard. He was one of the first people I ever learned from back in 2008. And I bought his book, Magnetic Sponsoring. And I started following Perry Belcher as well, who works very closely with Ryan Dice. So I started getting in, involved in that world and learning from those people. Frank Kern was also amongst the first people. Huge, yeah. I learned from in 2009 really long time ago but that opened the doors for me and i started realizing okay i need to be on social media to build a brand to position myself as an expert to actually attract people to me by adding value by educating myself and showing them that i know what i'm talking about so i started doing this specifically on twitter and then local businesses started noticing me. Uh, I started gaining some followers. Twitter was very, quote unquote, small over here at the time. There, was, there wasn't a huge user base in Chile. So it wasn't that difficult for me to stand out um, and get some attention from the media. I, I got interviewed by newspapers. I was on CNN, Chile, talking about it. <laughs> and that's how businesses noticed me. Like, hey, it looks like you know what you're talking about. Can you help me with my social media? Sure. You know, so it worked like literally people asked me to to do something for them without me chasing anybody. At that time, I was like, okay, I'm done with the network marketing thing because I realized it wasn't really my passion. I didn't really care about the product. So after like a year, I quit the network marketing company and started doing this, you know, just working with businesses, helping them with their, their Twitter, Facebook strategies. Foursquare was big at the time, 2010. And that's how I started it. So it kind of happened, you know, because I followed what, I followed the advice of these mentors who said, add value, create content. I started my blog. I started creating some YouTube videos and, and literally people were asking me to, Hey, what are you doing? Can you help me? So it works. (laughs) That's how I, I started
0: dude that's a really really powerful story that's a really good story so i'm actually really happy i asked you that story and and was able to get you to tell that story because guys so just some of these old school guys that you're naming okay the frank kearns ryan dices um uh, perry belcher um mike dillard these are old school that's like generation one of the internet marketers you know today we have guys like russell brunson We have, um, tai Lopez, um, Alex Becker, Sam Ovens, more newer guys, you know, in the yeah. internet marketing scene. Yeah. Back then I, I remember, um, looking up to, uh, Frank Kern a lot. He was kind of weird back then though. He wasn't like in a suit and tie. He was more hippie, like kind of. He was, big-y. yeah. He had long hair. <laughs> yeah. He was different. He was different. Like he surfer. would promote a, yeah, exactly. Like a <laughs> okay. surfer guy. Um, but he would promote a lot of like ClickBank products and things like that. Um, back in the day. So you, you, back then you joined a network marketing company. And then through network marketing, I'm sure you got introduced to a lot of like motivational talks, personal development, which is probably a huge aspect of business. Okay. Cause I remember that's exactly how I got started too. I signed up for a network marketing company. I didn't even know at the time it was a network marketing company. I just thought like, (laughs) Oh, we're going to make money, you know? Um, and then I got introduced to like Les Brown and I was like, Oh shoot, this is like really cool. Right. And then from there you did actual research and you found actual internet marketers that are leveraging, the internet to generate traffic, to close leads, to make sales online. And then from there, you, you, you know, local businesses started reaching out to you. Right. And then from there, that's where you started working with these local businesses to actually build like um, your own little agency, if you will, because then yeah. now you're out there helping them. So that's a really good lesson for a lot of you guys right now listening. You know um, if you guys don't have like the skill sets yet, or you don't have like a lot of these, like, um, like business experience and stuff like that, go out there and help like your local businesses build a basic Facebook fan page or help them out with their Instagram. In fact, do it for free for the first week and then see if they like it and then charge them afterwards. Right. If you can get 10 small businesses to give you $200 a month, that's $2,000 a month, you know, you can make, that's pretty decent money for a very, Mm -hmm. very small startup company. And you're only managing 10 social media accounts. Um, and then from there, that's when you can start building up. And then and then, how did you go about quitting that business model into kind of like affiliate marketing?
1: Yeah, so what happened was, um, so I was doing this like gigs with, with companies. Then there was one particular restaurant that kind of told me, hey, why don't you quit your job and you come help me with my restaurant? You know, you can work flexible hours from your home cause the restaurant was in a different city. You know, you can come here once a week, you know, help me with this and that. So that was, that was when I quit my job. Then the restaurant, um, they were, unfortunately they went out of business like a year later. Um, I felt, I didn't feel like it was my fault at all or anything like that. Cause they, they didn't hire me to like manage the restaurant, but mostly the marketing. But what happened was it was in a really bad location. like. The location in this business if you know anything about restaurant business is everything and it was not a good location it was kind of ahead of its time like there were a lot of bad things going on at the time and the restaurant owner had to close the restaurant um and at the time i got to meet through that business it was great because i got to meet a lot of people other entrepreneurs and then I started working uh, with a a marketing agency.
0: Hey guys, what's up? So I'm assuming that you're really, really enjoying this content right now, because if you've made it this far into the video, you probably really love the content. So I'm gonna be really fast with you here because I wanna get you back to the content. How would you like to build your own online business? Not some get rich quick scheme or nothing MLM or network marketing where you actually gotta go out and recruit people, but I'm talking about a real life e-commerce business that does not require AliExpress or or any high upfront costs or techy skills. If you want me to show you how I was able to build my own online business and actually do multiple seven figures in sales with my Shopify stores, or also how a bunch of my students were also able to generate either their first dollar online up to even a million dollars online. If this is something you're interested in, if you're out there trying to figure out how to build your own Shopify store the legit real way and actually learn from someone who's have a proven track record, as well as a bunch of students that have done the same, then after this call or this, this um, video that you're watching, you guys can click below in the description section. Um, and the link will actually take you to a free training that I created and guys, it's not a fake fake free webinar where I'm going to pitch you a $2,000 course or anything like that. It's actually just a free training. You guys can go ahead and check it out in the link in the description. If you're listening to this on podcast or, you know, some other um, channel where there's no link in the description, just go to www.peterchanjr.com forward slash ecom. Again, that's peterchanjr.com forward slash ecom. All right. So let's get back to the content because I know you guys are loving this content right now. Peace out.
1: So then I stopped working with like my little clients and then we started working with big clients, like really big brands here locally again, but like multinational brands like, um, Nestle, if you know, we were working with like a couple of products by Nestle and Vichy, this cosmetics uh, company. And then that was fun for me again—an experience. Okay, this is how a digital marketing, like a big digital marketing agency, works. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, so I got that experience, and again, wasn't really my thing. I realized I didn't enjoy working with big clients because there's so much bureaucracy. Uh, you don't know if you're talking to the decision maker or not. Uh, if you get an, if you come up with an idea for a campaign or something, they have to get approval from like a bunch of people. Um, they were very narrow minded because there were big companies. So I worked with that agency for like a year, a year and a half. And in the meantime, while I was doing that, I started getting into affiliate marketing. So I joined this company and they had like really good compensation program. I started sending the traffic. That's how I got my first hundred dollars. And then two years later, 2014, um, I think 2013, I made my first six figures at the end of 2013. So then 2008, and I was able to like, just stop working with the agency because they noticed I was not interested anymore. Uh, They were like, "Mm, it seems like you're not into this. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) And they were only paying me like, they were not really paying me a real salary anyway, because I was supposed to be a partner with them. Then anyway, a couple of years later, the agency they just stopped existing too. (laughs) So i so I I made the right move by leaving and building something else. And I started doing really well with affiliate marketing then. Um and that's when I started creating my own products and services. End of 2013, beginning of 2014, uh started doing my own coaching. Cause I, I Felt like I had the the traffic, the marketing, the funnels, all that knowledge, pretty pretty uh, nailed, and and then from then on, um, I've kept I kept uh, doing that mostly. That that affiliate marketing company, unfortunately, was shut down two years ago. So uh, I keep working with people I get shut down. Um, <laughs> but I learned, like from every single experience. I did really well, that's how I got the Tacoma Club, did over a million dollars in commissions with just one affiliate offer. Um, I mean, one affiliate company, several offers, but one company. And two years now, two years uh, after that, I've been focusing a lot more on my own products and services, because even though, like I said, I love affiliate marketing, I still do it, I promote ClickFunnels as an affiliate and I promote a couple other things, it's still not yours it can still get shut down it can get taken away i've been there done that lost a lot of money uh it's taken me a while like i still haven't even built up again what i was making with that company uh, mm-hmm. cuz it was so much leverage like selling $30,000 products right yeah so for me to create a $13,000 offer i can of course i can but i can i wouldn't be able to sell it to like 10 15 20 50 a lot of people because there's there's just me and I have a small team. So the scalability is harder than yeah. when somebody has this huge company and they're like, here, we'll pay you these commissions. Um so I learned so much from that experience, met so many great people. I wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for that. So I don't regret any of that. Um so yeah, I guess that's how I got to where I am now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, affiliate marketing is really powerful. I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, I was talking to an affiliate marketer too. Um, but he sold a lot of like e-commerce based affiliate marketing products on ClickFunnels as well, but his strategy was more so in like the women's fitness niche. And he would sell, mm-hmm. he would find like 200 affiliate products that would only make him like a hundred dollars a day or like, you know, small ticket, but they would add up to like a lot, a lot because he would make blogs based around like the fitness niche or something. And he said exactly. the exact same thing. He said that you don't own any of it. And once the company decides, Oh, we're just going to give you 20% commissions instead of 50%, there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Cause it's their <laughs> company, you know? So it's one of those things where, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a good side and a bad side. The good side is fast. You can just go out there and find a high converting product with a really good yeah. company. They handle support. They make, they make, you know, refinements on all the products. A lot of times, um, it's them taking care of the customers, you know, they're fulfilling the products. All you do is connect the customer to the product. That's it. But the, the con is okay. it's not your product. You know, it's not your business. You don't own it. You're yeah. just a promoter pretty much. Yeah, That's all exactly. you really are. Um, so it's really, it's really up to you. Um, in, as an indi- individual, I personally think that almost everyone should at least offer some type of affiliate offers, like how you're saying you're, you're promoting ClickFunnels because. Guys, nine times out of ten, people are gonna buy things that you refer them to, anyways. Why not? Why not just get a commission for it? You know, um, if I use yeah. ClickFunnels and I shoot a video on how to build ClickFunnels for an e-commerce business, they're gonna buy ClickFunnels, anyways. Why not just buy it through my affiliate link so I can get the commission for it? You know, people yeah. like everyone around the world. You're, every single one of you guys listening right now are accidentally promoting something. Mm-hmm whether you believe that you are or not. Okay. You can say, yo, this movie was really, really good. You should go watch that movie. You're promoting that movie. You know, that's, we do that subconsciously every single day. So an affiliate marketer is someone that, that promotes, um, products and services for a commission pretty much. Um, so yeah. let's segue right now into personal branding, you know, cause I know that's massively huge when it, it came to your affiliate marketing world. And now that's pretty much what you're doing right now as a coach, as a mentor to a bunch of students, you know, personal branding is something that I feel like a lot of people, um, should more people should get into it, but they're afraid, right? They, they think maybe they're not qualified. Maybe they're, they're, um, not ready. They're shy on camera or whatever it is. They, they're always waiting for the right time, not realizing that, Hey, um, imperfect action always beats zero action all the time, you know, all the time. Okay. I've talked to a lot of friends of mine, actually, personal friends of mine, not in the internet marketing industry, but they're very talented and skilled at all these different things, whether it be like drawing, cooking, surfing, or, or they have all these different random skills. I'm like, dude, why don't you create a YouTube channel or Instagram or start doing something with that skill instead of having that skill just be some hidden talent that no one ever knows about. And then you do realize that you're doing a disservice to everyone in the world by not promoting your own personal brand. You know, That's something mm-hmm. that you know, if you're shy about it and you don't want to monetize it, you have to think about just other people as well, that they might not, they might need that skill or want to learn from you as well. Can you talk to us a little bit about personal branding and, and kind of how you got started with it?
1: Yeah, definitely. So like I said, I, I started from, uh, like building my personal brand as, as, you know, it was an advice that, Mike Diller, per Belcher, this gurus I started following all all way back to 2008. Uh, that's where I learned the concept of personal branding, and I started from there. And today, like 12 years later, there are so many more tools, so many more platforms available, so many like much more awareness. Um, and you know, people think there's more competition, but at the same time, there's a bigger demand for knowledge and for the, th- the things that you know that make you unique. So the first thing is to realize that even if there are other people doing s- maybe the same thing or very similar thing to what you are doing or what you want to do, you will add a-, a unique ingredient that nobody else can add. And some people will connect with you better than they would with somebody who is more famous or bigger or doing it longer. Um, because that's how it is. You know, people, people only do business with people they know, like, and trust. And just knowing somebody is not enough. If I don't like you and I don't trust you, then I'm not going to follow your content. I'm going to find somebody else that I resonate with. And like you said, you'd be doing, you're doing a disservice by not, by not promoting yourself because you have something that can help somebody, you know, even if it's one person. For me, if I get one message, one comment on a video that one person got value, then it was worth it for me to dedicate the time to create that piece of content, to uh, create that video or that post on Instagram or whatever. So that is the first thing. Then the second thing is, really understanding who you want to work with. So first realize you have something unique, figure out what that is. And then the second thing is, who are you going to serve with that unique um, quality that you have with that, those unique experiences that make you the person that you are? And really think about those people every time you create content. Because another blog that people get is, okay, what do I talk about? I have no idea what to talk about. know, how can I, how can I upload something every day if I don't know what I'm going to talk about? But if you're thinking about that person that you want to touch, um, and you get to really understand your ideal client, then you know what interests they have, you know what their fears are, you know what their desires are, uh, and the challenges, problems that they're facing every day, so that you can create content that is going to target those needs, those desires, those fears, and somehow help them, you know. And this works, you know. Even if you sell, like for example, one of my uh, past clients, she um, she she was selling cakes for a living, right? So she makes really nice cakes for birthdays, events, etc. Then the coronavirus hit, and she, you know, people were doing a lot less birthdays, <laughs> so she was getting a lot less um, requests for for her cakes. So she started teaching people and doing like online courses for uh, stay at home mothers who would like to be, you know, more independent and make a living by cooking stuff, you know, whether it's also cakes or, you know, sweet stuff or other things. So she found an alternative income source that she could exploit while this period lasts and, you know, help other women prepare themselves to be entrepreneurs. so it really doesn't matter what what niche you're in it doesn't have to be marketing like it could be could be anything as long as you're really passionate about it and you know who's going to be that person whose life you want to change um and then just create content as much content as possible make it free available and then you know from then on you start building your database and funnels and all of that stuff but that comes later i think First, just get comfortable creating the content. Find the people, and and then keep building from there.
0: Yeah, see, that's really powerful. Actually, I, I actually really really like that story. So, see, the the lady that's selling the cake. Okay, that's a very very powerful example of how someone was able to pivot their business despite right. um, you know the pandemic, right? When people aren't going to be out there buying cakes anymore, there's not as many birthdays, but yet people still want to bake. You know, it's, it's, yeah. we're bored at home. We want to bake. We want something sweet. We want that dopamine kick. So for her to go out there and create content on how to bake, she can easily sell affiliate um, products on Amazon for um, baking tools and stuff like that. That's that too. an easy way to generate, um, extra income, you know, and what, what you were talking about pretty much is, is a strategy I actually teach all the time. Um, especially for e-commerce It's called reverse engineering, your clientele, you know, reverse engineering, mm-hmm. your customers. Kind of paint out a picture of your niche and your subject and what your average customer will look like. What is their day-to-day? What are their fears? What are their goals? Uh, what do they want out of their lives? What are they, um, who do they look up to? You know, what, what magazines are they reading? Who do they follow? Okay. Right. And what, is, what are the lingos that they use? Right? Um, and this doesn't just apply for personal branding because a lot of times when you're doing personal branding, you kind of already have a really great idea of all that because you kind of know who your followers are but imagine if you're like me where you're building out a niche e-commerce store in a business or or a niche a subject that you have no clue about but you just know it, it's lucrative it's still really easy to just go on google facebook and instagram and reverse engineer the lingo that they use who they look up to what their fears are i mean i've done this with so many niches that i can't even count you know and some of these niches i wouldn't even know I wouldn't even have known that they existed if I wasn't like some weird e-commerce guy that likes to sell physical products um, to to random people all across the world. You know, so reverse engineering your customer base, okay, your clientele, going in there and finding out what it is that they want, what it is that they need, um, what are they afraid of, what do they really like, what impresses them, you know, what makes them really happy. And then going in there and fulfilling those needs is really what an entrepreneur does on his day to day. You know, I always say entrepreneurship. Our, our entrepreneurs are, are problem solvers. You know, our income is in direct proportion to the amount of value that we bring to the marketplace, AKA the, the problems that we solve, the solutions mm-hmm. that we create for people. Okay. Cause people out there, you know, and, and it's hard sometimes because you don't, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame, you know, you don't know what other people need and want. So a lot of times you can go in there into like, um, social media accounts and look at like your clientele or look at other influencers and reverse engineer. What are they posting? What are they teaching? You know, what are, what are other contents that, you know, your competition, which I don't really believe in competition, but look at, look at them and see what are they teaching to their audience and see what it is that you think you can add in, in like your own spin to it. You know, um, I I noticed you have a ton of books back there, right. In in your screen, like, you know, I have a bunch too right here, you guys can see, but talk to us about like constantly educating yourself so that you could be a person of value so that you can continue to deliver value to other people.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Like self-education for me has been what made the difference. Uh, Not so much my university degree. Uh, (laughs) Haven't really used much of what I learned there. But uh, again, super grateful that I got to go to university. I, I couldn't have started a business when I was 18. I needed more life experience. I needed to you know, get out of my shell. So, well, maybe a college degree is not necessary for everything. Um, for me, at least it was, it was really important. And the stuff I learned there, yeah, it helped me in maybe other aspects of my life. It helped me with my first job a little bit. Uh, but when I started working independently and getting into digital marketing, even though I took marketing because I, I went to university to study business, uh, all the marketing I learned was traditional marketing. So, digital, I had to teach myself everything. And then, you know, Everything related to mindset as well, like people like Tony Robbins or Brandon Bouchard that I've been learning from, going to their seminars. Um, all of that is like the university of life, so to speak. And I believe, you know, I'm not a great reader. I don't read that much. I have a lot of books that I unfortunately haven't read. I think it happens sometimes to a lot of us where, oh, I want to get all these books and I get all these books. And then it takes me forever to, to read all of them. Um, but I think it's a mix, for me at least, between online courses, going to seminars physically, going to places, and reading books. Uh, like, and, and of course, whenever you can, hiring mentors, you know, somebody who can sit down with you and help you with things one-on-one. Um, but it's not necessary. That's at the higher end. It costs more. Not everybody can do that but most people can't afford to get one or two books that could really change their lives. For example, all, all of Russell Brunson's books, whenever I recommend them to people, um, they, they tell me like, wow, this was like a college degree in, in just one book. And I cannot believe I only paid the shipping. Right. So as long as you, can at least get one takeaway, like just one big idea from one seminar, from one book, uh, that has the potential to change your entire business, your entire life. And that's what it's done for me. Um, I wish I could read more books more often than than what I actually read, but the books that I've read have really impacted my life and, and made me somehow a better person, a better entrepreneur, and I, i really believe it's incredibly important you you never stop learning like even tony robbins says um if you if you want an an extraordinary life the learning never stops so there's never a point where you're like i know enough there are a lot of people who you know they go to a webinar uh i mean they attend a webinar or they get a course and they're like i know this i know this i know this just because they heard it before but they haven't done anything with it so if you only read a lot of books and go to the seminars and never do anything. Um, it's not, that's not the same. That, that means you still don't know until you do.
0: Yeah. That's powerful. So it's actually, we we're actually very similar cause I actually really love Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard too. Those are two of some of my favorite. I was actually watching Brendan Burchard videos um, yesterday. Um, I've attended his high performance Academy one. Have you attended that one?
1: Uh, I haven't attended it though. No, uh-huh. I attended a different event. I, I attended okay. this mastermind with him, okay. Dean Graciosi.
0: Um okay, yeah. Him, I'm not as big of a fan of um, Dean mm-hmm. Graciosi. I don't know why. I Just never really resonated with him. I think because he's too um, too like generous or something. Like he's just too too nice. But then mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, I'm actually a huge fan of. I went to his Me UPW. Too. Um, I think three times I went to UPW. Really, really powerful event. Awesome. Um, if you guys, you know. I know right now, um, you know, there's no conferences or events happening, but if you guys ever like, um, had the opportunity to go, I'd highly recommend going. I mean, the man's getting mm. a little old now. His voice is really, really raspy. I'd highly recommend you guys go. Yeah. I guess, go in in ASAP
1: before yeah. he retires.
0: <laughs> Definitely. So what are some of your, um, like goals and future, future ideas for like this year or like next year?
1: Yeah. Well, by uh, hopefully by the end of this year, I can have, there are a couple of courses I want to launch that I've been postponing for a while. Um, one for the Spanish audience, one for my English, for the English world, uh, where I want to help people do what I've been able to do, you know, take your passion, take something you know, build your personal brand and build a business around it. So I will be working on these two products in the next, for the next six months, I think six months, should be enough to launch those two products. Um, and then I, I will continue. I, I, I had plans like for this year, I was gonna do like a mastermind in the US. Yeah. I, I had a lot of things I wanted to do that I had to postpone, but everything that is digital, really not, I don't have any excuses right now, I've just been procrastinating on a few things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> happens to all of us, happens to all of us. Um, and I will continue to, to to work one-on-one with people, even though I mentioned before, it's probably not as scalable, right? It's a little harder uh, to do coaching and mentoring, but I really feel that's where I, where I add a lot of value. Yeah. Um, And that allows you of course, to charge more when you have like high ticket, you should always have a high ticket item somewhere in your, in your value ladder. Um, So that's something I really enjoy doing Mm one-on-one mentoring and yeah. And for next year, hopefully if, the world goes back to a little more normal where we can once again, meet in person. Um, I'd love to do, you know, a couple masterminds next year, uh, probably in the U S or I could do one in my country, but it's so far. People don't come all the way down here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And events, events. I want to go back. I miss going to conferences. I only got to go to one event this year. Like I mentioned this, mastermind, uh, with Brendan Burchard in Puerto Rico in January, that was the last event I could go to. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the time when we can once again, go to mar- uh, marketing conferences, meet people, you know, be there. It's really exciting. So yeah, I'm excited about next year. Hopefully, you know, really tapping into more potential that I know is there for me and for so many people.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had a mastermind I was going to host too back, back in like February or March, which is the prime of like the quarantine. So I had to like completely yeah. cancel that. I was actually going to go to Tony Robbins UPW again for the fourth time in San Jose around that same uh-huh. time. Literally my flight was like, um, my I was literally gonna hop on the plane the day before um, quarantine, so I was like, I kind of got lucky. I was able to cancel everything and get a refund, mm-hmm. but that was insane. I was really, really bummed out. Like I was like, damn. Like I waited like, you know, I bought the tickets like back in November when they had like Black Friday sales, and then right. like from November till March, I was like, fine, I get to go back, and then they got canceled. So yeah. it was horrible. Um, but yeah, um, we'll go ahead and close this on pretty soon because I know it's almost been an hour, and I, I want to of get you back to um work and stuff like that um what are your thoughts on like you know for marketers that are just starting out like what do you recommend they do these days
1: well i think it's still it's still all about the content um i think if you're you're just starting out today create a very simple funnel think about one simple offer that you can have Uh, around your skills around whatever your superpower is and generate content that is going to help people move from point A to point B even if it's just 1% even if it's just one little step because so many people feel like they're not experts yet and they don't feel like they can sell anything especially when it comes to selling your your knowledge but really if you know just a little bit more, if you're just one or two steps ahead of the person that is new, brand new, just starting, then you can already help them do something. If you listen to this podcast, if, you've, if you know the people we've been mentioning here, if, oh yeah, I know Tony Robbins too, oh yeah, I took this course, then you already know more than the average person. So, which means you can already help the average person get ahead, get a result, in whatever particular area of their life, you believe you can help them with. Um, And again, that really has to do with your unique skill set, whatever is your passion, and just work on that. And don't worry about having anything fancy. Again, I think a lot of people get lost with they need to have the perfect logo, and they need to have the perfect blog and the perfect website, like you don't need any of that. You really just need a social media profile and some kind of form. Like you can even just create a Google form for free where people can apply to work with you. Like you don't even need anything paid today to start. You can just go on Instagram live every day or Facebook live every day, put together a Facebook group, put your content there, YouTube channel, Instagram, pick one or two platforms where you're going to hang out the most. And Make sure your ideal client is hanging out there too, because if they're on LinkedIn, then okay, LinkedIn should be the one. If they're on Instagram, then Instagram should be the one. And just create content consistently every day for a very long time. And like I said, you don't need a website, you don't need a logo, you only need one like one idea, like one clear offer, one clear outcome you can offer people and just put together a very simple form somewhere and just get people applying, get them on the phone and close them and then from there get your first hundred dollars five hundred dollars and then from then on start considering okay maybe I need this tool maybe I should set up my email list, maybe I should get click funnels or whatever but you don't need any of that to start you just need a clear you know clear vision of who you're gonna help how and what you want to achieve of course um, for yourself take care of yourself too um, but always 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 think about the impact that you could be making in other people's lives and if you stay quiet and don't do anything impact your own life and you will not impact any else so just go out go for it the worst thing that can happen really is oh nobody saw my video that's that's about it
0: (laughs) yeah um and remember guys these these offers that you're trying to sell people they don't necessarily have to be your offer. you can get an affiliate offer and just yeah that, too. <laughs> that you know like right away um yeah. just the fact that you're putting content out there and you're helping other people will help you start to build like a little tribe and things like that. So how do people find you? How do they get access to your courses or or coaching or or things like that?
1: yeah, totally, so first thing i I have a podcast as well, I forgot to mention that, uh, that you can listen to. It's called Beyond the Hustle and you can find it on all the main platforms. Uh, I do a lot of interviews. I've had some really great people like um, Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, Russell Brunson. Some I've interviewed really amazing people so you get a lot of value. Uh, beyondthehustle.com, you can also go there. and. To find me, you can find me on most of the main social platforms. So Instagram, it's my name and last name, Carolina Millan on Instagram. Millan is spelled with double L. So M-I-L-L-A-N. LinkedIn, Facebook, you can find me on all of those. Just shoot me a message. I'll be happy to help. And my website, if you wanted to check out what I'm doing, you can go to workwithcarolina.com. And my blog is currently being renovated, but if you go to Carolinamian.net, that is my English website. And .com, if anybody here speaks Spanish, you can go to carolinamian.com that is my Spanish website. Both of them are currently being renovated. I recently launched a new logo and a new branding. Uh, so I'm really excited, and we're getting a, my, both of my websites a new look. <laughs>
0: sounds good yeah so um i'm gonna get all her links to and put it um in the description if you're watching this on youtube if you're listening on podcasts obviously you can just go look her up probably on instagram or facebook or whatever but that's it it. for this call um thank you so much for you know taking the time out to be here with us on this call appreciate you guys see you guys later Bye. bye hope you guys enjoyed that video please hit the subscribe button below please feel free to leave a question in the comment section below. And if you wanna follow me on Instagram, join my Facebook group, or check out my um, Shopify course, please feel free to check out the links in the description below, or you can go to www.peterchanjr.com forward slash learn more, and that's gonna have all the information. Again, that's peterchanjr.com forward slash learn more. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys in the next video.